Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Investing from A to Z podcast. I'm your host, Steph Bodrini. This podcast is for everyone who wants to learn about commercial property investing and join our real estate family. We get the best people in the industry to give you straightforward and practical advice that you can actually use in your investing. And in today's episode, as I promised, we will be chatting with a metaverse expert, a dear friend of mine, who will be enlightening us on what this is all about and why it is important to at least start learning about it and why it could be the next big thing in real estate. Here we go. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm super excited to chat with you. You're a good friend of mine. And I heard through another friend that you started getting into the metaverse. And as we all know, you learned a ton about crypto during COVID. So you're an expert right now. So before we get started, please tell us a little bit about you. Yeah. Hi, everyone. And, and thanks, Steph, for uh, inviting me on to your show. Much appreciated. It's an honor and uh, excited to, to talk crypto and metaverse specifically with you today. I got into crypto four years ago. And for the past two years, I've gone from an investor to an avid crypto researcher, community creator, and content creator as well. I've developed this passion learning about and teaching crypto to uh, people of all uh, walks of life and uh, levels of experience and expertise. I'm very, very excited to learn more about the metaverse. Why don't you please make a point as to why should we start looking at buying real estate in the metaverse? Yes, excellent question. So metaverse is definitely um, a buzzword. I'm sure most people are familiar with as of um, the past uh, six weeks or so. It all sort of kicked off the global awareness when Mark Zuckerberg announced that he was renaming Facebook to Meta, short for Metaverse. Um, and so he sees the direction of the world going to people interacting in the Metaverse increasingly over time. He announced he's planning to hire 10,000 engineers in Europe uh, specifically to work on uh, the Metaverse for Facebook. Uh, so he's heavily invested. However, Metaverse isn't new. It's been around for years. And the central land and the sandbox are kind of the OGs uh, of the metaverse space, if you will. And I do own digital real estate or virtual real estate in both those projects. I started investing in, in that virtual real estate in the last couple of months. And if you take the uh, appreciation of real world real estate and you compare it to virtual real estate, say over the past year, I'll throw out some rough estimates and stuff. You may um, have a better idea for the real world real estate numbers than me, but I would hazard a guess that the appreciation of real world real estate has increased depending on where you live, of course, in the Bay Area where, where we're located, maybe, I don't know, 20%? In the last year, let's say 20%. Okay. In these projects, uh, some of these metaverse projects, um, and again, don't quote me on this, but we're looking at orders of magnitude, higher appreciation rates. You know, a year ago, you could purchase a plot in Sandbox or Decentraland, I believe for hundreds of dollars. And right now, the cheapest uh, land parcel in these projects, you're looking at at least $13,000, $15,000. 
uh, as you can see, the returns are, are astronomically higher in virtual real estate than in real world real estate. And that's what really got my attention and interest. And that's why I'm starting to heavily invest into virtual real estate. So what does that mean to own land that doesn't exist in yeah. a magical <laughs> world? Yeah, another great question. So the ownership is via what's called an NFT, um, which I'm sure some of your listeners here are familiar with, stands for non-fungible token. And it's basically something that is digital, has scarcity, and is verifiably authentic on the blockchain. In addition to that, it's also a way to verify ownership of a digital asset. So um, virtual land plots or parcels exist as NFTs on the blockchain. So your ownership is verifiable. And so that's kind of how it's represented to the world. And the blockchain is a transparent public ledger. Um, so everyone has visibility into it. But I'm still not understanding why I should buy a piece of land yeah. that doesn't exist. For sure. So there's the appreciation component, which, by the way, unlike uh, real world real estate, because it exists as an NFT, you can easily flip it on the blockchain. You can list it for sale on different NFT marketplaces, the most popular and the largest being OpenSea, yeah. kind of like the eBay of NFTs. And you can easily list it for sale by connecting your digital wallet, which is going to be a MetaMask being the most popular digital wallet. There are other ones as well. It's as simple as listing it, putting a listing price, and then someone else connects their digital wallet to that NFT marketplace, let's call it OpenSea, and they click a button that says buy now. And as long as they have the currency that it's listed in, um, whether it's Ethereum or USDC stablecoin or SAND tokens in the case of Sandbox or MANA tokens in the case of Decentraland, it's that simple. You click buy now and you pay a transaction fee and then magically it transfers into your digital wallet. And now you're the owner and now your name is on the blockchain to prove ownership. It's that simple. So in addition to um, the appreciation, the fact that it's easily transferable or sellable, other reasons to own, to purchase and own virtual real estate. You can do much more with it in the metaverse than you can in the real world. For instance, you can advertise on it. You know, you could advertise your own company, let's say. Unlike the real world, in the physical world, I should say, anyone in the world that has an internet connection uh, technically is able to put eyes on those advertisements as they explore the metaverse and they happen upon your property and your billboards, the exposure opportunity is much higher. Also, you can rent out your property to, let's say, people that want to host events on it. You can you know, design and build any space, any environment that you can imagine. Unlike the real world, you know, there are constraints. And then also, there's varying levels of real estate Basically, there are highly influential figures and celebrities, musicians that have bought up a lot of land in some of these metaverse projects. Uh, Snoop Dogg is one example. Mm -hmm. He owns a massive section of land in the sandbox. He's created what's called the Snoopverse. <laughs> um, it's basically a metaverse within a metaverse um, specific to Snoop Dogg, where he hosts live concerts, where you can watch them as, as your avatar with other avatars and get access to other 
exclusive opportunities like NFT drops, play in the Snoop Dogg casino, check out his 200 car, you know, virtual car collection, get higher staking rewards on your tokens. Snoop Dogg is selling these early access passes and they cost 525 sand tokens. That's the native token for the sandbox. And these exist as NFTs also. So you can trade these with people, you can flip them or you can hold on to them and retain those membership benefits over time. Now, the reason I brought up Snoopverse in relation to real estate opportunities is just like in the real world, location, 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 the cheapest parcel in the sandbox right now is going for approximately, I think $13,000. In the past couple of weeks, parcels adjacent to Snoop's property, Snoopverse, sold for, I think there was a, a string of three adjacent land parcels. So if you take the minimum price, 13,000 times three, you'd get $39,000, but those sold for $450,000. So more than 10X the floor price for the minimum price for a land parcel in the sandbox because of the proximity um, to this highly influential celebrity. Why does that matter? Why is it worth 10X the price of typical or minimum real estate values? Because Snoop, is going to attract so much traffic to his land area, you are therefore going to get a lot more traffic to your plot of land. And so you're going to get more eyes on it. Uh, therefore, the advertising potential is higher or the number of interactions you can expect on your property are much higher. You can also create games on your properties for people to play and you can generate revenue off that. Lots of passive income opportunities uh, with virtual real estate, more so than in the real world. Because the same things you can do in the real world, you can do in virtual real estate, and then some. You can rent it out. You could advertise on it. You're not dealing with city laws like San Francisco and waiting three years to get something approved. You're not cleaning toilets. Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's no overhead costs. Zero. There is never a decay. No need for a new roof when it snows. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nothing. Yep. yep. Exactly. You don't need to clean the sheets. You don't need to vacuum it. You don't need to do all these things that like an Airbnb host has to do today in the real world. So high appreciation rate so far, at least in the last year or so. No maintenance costs, no headaches, no hassles, easily transferable, flippable, unlimited advertising opportunities. Yeah, you can really stretch your imagination, get super creative with it. <clears throat> build anything. So is there any height limits for building over there? Great question. Yes. I think it's in the sandbox. Each parcel in the sandbox is quote unquote, 96 meters by 96 meters length width. I can't remember the height, but there is a height restriction. <laughs> yeah. So you can only build so high. So that is similar, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. So they're starting to impose some restrictions. Might as well get on it now <laughs> before, <laughs> before exactly. it gets too crazy. Yeah. And then um, another, another really key factor that contributes to the value of virtual real estate, not really dissimilar from real world real estate, is that there is a finite supply. So there is a finite amount of land, at least speaking about the sandbox and the central land that will ever exist and be available for purchase and ownership. So in Decentraland, there's a ceiling of 90,000 land parcels. Got um, it. 
Yeah, and in the sandbox, there's a little over 166,000 land parcels that will apparently ever exist. So there's extreme scarcity. These are available to everyone around the world that has an internet connection, essentially. Um, so the market is a lot larger than real world real estate. It's very accessible. And so supply and demand, you've got extremely scarce supply and just an increasing demand that I foresee. At least that's been the trend to date. And I don't see that stopping for a long time. We will continue this fascinating conversation in the next episode. I wanted to make it short so you can digest all of this information. And there is a lot more very, very interesting information coming. And if you haven't already, make sure to write us a review on the podcast app. As you can imagine, it takes a lot of time and effort to find these incredible experts in these industries. And my goal is to at least have you be in the forefront of all other real estate investors out there by giving you very fresh, new, and super exciting information. And I will see you next time.